0: Hi everyone, welcome to the sport of episode 132 I think I'm Brandon Yotisby and with me are the three gentlemen that are usually here Hi John Hi Brandon Hi Stu Hey
3: you guys, how's it going?
0: Hi Clarence What's up fuckers? So I think we're probably just going to take the tour this week um, Talk about whatever... All the Minnesota sports have happened, um, some good, some bad, but let's just jump into it. Um, and I, I didn't warn you off the air, John, that I wanted to talk about it, so I hope this isn't too oh. soon for you, but we're... Trigger warning, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> We're going to have to talk about that Minnesota Gophers game. So, oh no! Just to remind, just to 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 set the stage for people at home. You know, I'm assuming most of our podcasts are going to be are going to end up in the future generations in the Library of Congress and, yep. and being played at museums and all that. This so,
1: is a historical document that we're compiling right
0: now. So, for mm-hmm. some context for our future generations of children, this was the game where Minnesota. Uh, was was playing Michigan, and they had first and goal at the one with 19 seconds left and a timeout, and they got two plays off and lost the game. I don't know exactly where this is going to end up in the annals of worst Gopher losses, John. You may be able to provide some um, an opinion on that one, but I gotta think it's going to be up there pretty pretty high.
1: I I feel I still feel like I need some. Ironic distance away from the game.
3: Totally, you were at the game. Were you not? Yes,
1: I was. I was at the game, and
3: as was I. It's
1: it's just, I it's too fresh in my mind to not be the worst thing that's ever happened to any segment of the populace in American history. I grant you that the whiskey rebellion was also bad, but this, I think, is worse.
0: Well, man. I don't even know where to start with. So here's the thing, the thing that my, my biggest question ver- around the whole last 19 seconds is uh, Mitch Leidner said he didn't uh, he, he wasn't aware that the clock was going to start. So that's bad, but it's college sports and they're not always, you know, they're not professionals. No. So that's so bad.
2: <laughs> how how can he This isn't this was not his first football game, right?
0: No. He's no. not a
2: freshman, right?
0: He's not a frosh. Correct.
2: He's not a redshirt freshman.
0: Double correct.
2: He is not a sophomore.
0: Triple correct.
2: How could he not know the clock was going to run? Did he give an explanation, that, a further explanation?
1: And, not that know, I know of. I I realize that Mitch Leidner may have screwed up by not knowing the clock was going to run, but that's why... You have highly paid coaches.
0: That's where I was headed. Because
1: hitting. one of them is supposed to stand there while this review is going on and inform him. All right, Mitch. I know you're excited right now, but you need to realize that the clock's going to start.
2: And I don't know how he couldn't know the clock was going to run. I'm still stuck on that. I, I'm. We'll get to the coaches because they also should should know and, and be the bail safe. Thing. But how f- how did he not know
1: that first play after the review? the coach called a play that involved four guys shifting. So even if Mitch had known the clock was going to start, he, his only responsibility would have been like, uh, Coach, I don't. we can't call triple motion, super set, go to different formation motion, because the clock's going to start. Right. Yeah. yeah
2: should, and there's ten other guys on the field, too. Shouldn't like, oh, fuck, I don't know, the center be like, wait, what player? Why are... We gotta we go. Somebody should have said three simple words. Motion. What? What do we do that, Mitch? What are we gotta do? Something else, right? <laughs> or a receiver, perhaps a tight end, could say something. Or is this just a? Is, is this a dictatorship where nobody can say anything to anybody?
0: I'm not on. Here? I'm not on the team, obviously. But I've watched my fair share of college sports, and I'll be honest with you, I was not aware that the clock starts after a review after a first down
1: well it starts the clock is in the same situation as a first would have been if the review hadn't taken place
0: right right so I didn't know that I I mean I probably did but I just wasn't really paying that much attention because after that whole thing settled and there was two seconds left my friend and I were like was that a mistake that can't be right there's 12 seconds left right Or, or 14 or something that's something but again I'm not on the team so it's not really that important for me to know obviously I think Mitch should know but I think Ten times more important, the fucking coaching staff should know. Yes,
2: so Uh, set the players aside, the offensive coordinator, the the head coach, the offensive line coach.
0: Anyone in that fucking huddle,
2: there's 20 guys to (laughs) count. The running backs coach. (laughs) Any of these people didn't stop and say, wait a second... This isn't going to work not one person.
0: Even if they want to do the thing where they don't want to be mean to their boss and call him out, you could very easily go, "Hey, are we sure that clock isn't going to start?" You know, that just and, just ask the question and kind of soften your way into ta- calling them an idiot and let them pretend that you let them figure that out themselves. Something, <laughs> anything
2: besides realized- just
0: sitting there and let letting this happen. Unfucking believable.
2: Are we realize... in the trust tree, Coach Tracy? Are we in the trust tree? Because i might ask a stupid question. <laughs> isn't the
0: clock just running? Or you could even be extra soft of like, hey, I should know this. I'm very embarrassed. But why isn't the clock going to run here? I, I, I can <laughs> never remember these rules. I'm so embarrassed.
1: Here, I've pulled that thing. one off realize... with old
0: bosses that are stupid. I, I should know this. Boy, this is dumb of me.
1: I realize it's a strange week because you've got a defensive coordinator taking over for the head coach in midweek because the head coach retires halfway through the week because Uh, he's started having seizures again. It's an odd week. Mm -hmm. But when you're the head coach, you have, like, three things to manage. Number one, taking time out. Number two, are you going to go for it on fourth down or not? And number three, managing the clock late in the game. And I guess the fourth thing is screaming at the ref and trying to work the refs into giving you better calls.
2: That's really all you're doing as a head coach Carbine. I think that's what I'm calling yeah. that fourth one from now on. Harbine. <laughs> <buying>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just screaming and acting like a petulant little baby.
1: Yep. Just being a white baby out on there.
2: Oh, I want to <laughs> hit him with the bat. That's,
1: that's the head coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
0: And he didn't do he didn't do any of those, really. He yeah. Did not do he, a good job. He
1: failed miserably in one of the most failureific ways I've seen in my entire life.
0: So we've asked this question before, uh, obviously rhetorically to some of these coaches, but with Clays, I'm so curious, really wanting to, to grill him on these last few seconds that he knew the clock was going to start, but he called this play that had, it must have been, what, set eight seconds off pre-snap motion, something like that? Six, seven, eight seconds? At least. At least. At least. Eight Are you stupid or are you lying to us because there's only two options in this scenario right are you stupid enough to actually call that play or did you not know the clock was going to run so you decided to call that complicated play there is no third option on this one yep is that incorrect is it too harsh
1: nope that's about correct
0: and i am fine with going for it i think that's I mean, mm-hmm. I would have been mm-hmm. totally fine with the field goal as well. I think in, in that sort of scenario, you're underdogs, but they've got their backup. Whatever, however you feel, that's fine. But to un- not only look exactly like you're going to do a quarterback sneak and, and then just go Everybody ahead and do in it, the it is just. knew
2: that was coming. Yeah. There wasn't one mm-hmm. single. Person. Everybody.
0: I mean, how you don't wow. just go. Well, fuck, I don't. You know, if. If this was his job interview, this is essentially like you walk in, you shake the guy's hand, and immediately poop your pants. Just first five <laughs> seconds and have to sit it's there just now.
3: Everywhere. It's, with, <laughs> you, it's, just, it's everywhere.
2: Thanks for having me. You try to
1: convince me it's a legitimate interview strategy. <laughs> oh, I do this in all my interviews. We really. <laughs> I really wanted to start on a low note and work up from there. I wanted to let you know that the worst moment of my tenure is going to be right now, <laughs> Tracy. I'd ask you
0: to sit down, but uh, you're going to have to stand for this one, buddy. It's a new chair.
3: <sighs>
0: so now I he watched has... the
3: game. I watched the game at the um, other place bar in Hector, Minnesota, mm. and obviously we watched it happen and just you know in slack jawed amazement. And a guy two uh, stools down from me. Um, I believe he's a long haul truck driver. He had, you know, this um, the clearance. He had the uh, sleeveless T-shirt on with a giant tat on his right bicep, and just looked over at me, said, "That was some Pete Carroll shit right there." <laughs> and <then> he, just <laughs> 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 and he just slammed his Miller High Life and got another. It was, and I, I, couldn't, oh. I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with him. I mean, so. If we're, well, if even we're, if you wanted to, it's ill-advised. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, that was a great play call. Everything about that was right. It just didn't <laughs> work. And I was like, sure, okay. <laughs> so if we're... sure is a good,
2: good guy. <laughs> a great good guy. Character. Love his What guys. a great guy. Yeah, he is. Yep.
0: So to summarize, har <laughs> buying is being a petulant baby. Pete Caroling is outsmarting yourself for no good goddamn mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's tough. And I saw a friend after the game, and um, I sounded love. He's like a, like an old man talking about it. But I was like, you know what? I'm just, you know, I'm bummed out they lost. But I'm really, really, really sad for the kids on the team. They're like, oh bullshit! You're just sad about the game. But like, legitimately, a lot of the guys in the team are 19, 20 years old. They love the coach, whatever. This would have been one of the highlights of their entire lives, right? <laughs> it, it would have been legitimately, at least up to this point, for those guys. And now it's a total disappointment So that's fucked up about sports The weird
1: the, the weird thing about the whole End of the game Was that it came just after What was apparently Probably the best moment Of my entire life as a Gopher fan When it looked like Drew Oletarski had had scored An improbable touchdown With 19 seconds left To beat Michigan at home for the first time In my entire life And I think my brother and I have talked about this, and I think we're both going to just go ahead and choose to believe that it counted and remember (laughs) how we felt in that moment rather than remember all the crap that came afterwards.
0: It really was an unbelievable moment. I was jumping for joy, literally jumping in the air for joy. And I still have that memory. You're right, John.
1: I'll never forget what I felt like (laughs) then, followed by the utter bafflement as <laughs> they managed to screw everything up. And then they lined up with 2 seconds left and you knew that they were going to sneak it of all mm-hmm. the stupid things to do even though the offensive line had been going backwards the whole game and you knew they that Tracy Clays was just going to he was going to believe in in the in the power of the kids to harness the power of Jerry Kill retiring and just push him backwards over that line and of course they didn't because that's not the way the
2: life works.
0: They weren't even close.
2: Yeah, it do you, it's the happiest day of your life. You say, I do. You lean in to lift her veil and give her a kiss, and an 18-wheeler crashes through the church wall and <laughs> barrels her over, and she dies. <laughs> and that's it.
0: But I had that I do moment. Where did, We're not even close to a highway. How? Why is this <laughs>
2: semi-truck... Crashing through the wall—it even makes sense. But there you are.
0: Yeah, my friend's dad is a big alum. He played back in the day, and he and his buddies were so unbelievably upset. And and it makes sense on there. And too, there's that extra layer of college sports. Of there were a bunch of recruits at the game. That would have been a big moment for them. Aww. You know that sort of stuff. It's their community grows stronger when their team wins. It's 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 above and beyond. We just. Like the Gophers, you know it's fun to watch your mm-hmm. team win, but but sometimes there's more than just the I enjoy the feeling of my team winning. It's some of that stuff too. So dealing with that with college, which you don't get as much, and obviously in pro sports, was just a real bummer of uh, of an ending of a of a pretty fun game. I'm not making you feel any better, am I, John?
1: I I don't hold you to that standard because nothing could make me feel better about that game. It just it is what it is. It's up there and a long string of really awful losses that are balanced out by very few amazing wins. It's like an enormous pile of Vikings and gopher football losses and basically balanced out against the 2002 and 2003 College Hockey National Championship Games. That's basically it. <laughs>
0: that's, not, that's not balanced overall.
1: Oh, and, and the Wild beating the abs in overtime that one time. Oh, that was a good one. That was pretty good. What year was even that? While beating the Abs in overtime a, a couple of years ago. Uh, yes, but that one has been tempered by. I promised that I would never again say anything horrible about Mike Rand's mom or Rocket's mom if they came back and won, and they did. And so I've been sort of paying. I feel like I'm even karmically on that win because I've sort <laughs> of been it by not being able to make awesome jokes.
0: Yikes! You probably got a lot of good ones in the hopper.
1: Yeah. Every year on the baseball road trip, I'm allowed, like, two per day. And it's hard to just hold back and wait for the good ones. you got to let some pitches go by that are good pitches to
2: hit. It's like a coach's challenge.
1: Yep. When,
2: yep, you don't quite know <laughs> should you go early, because you don't know. You may not have an opportunity late.
1: You can't just pull the Mike Tyson, throw the flag on, uh, on the kickoff. On the oh, big down kickoff down yep. <laughs> yeah. I think he was a yard farther back than that. I'm going to go ahead and throw the challenge flag. I want him starting at the 26 instead of the 27.
2: And the Vikings lose a timeout. <laughs>
1: and then he calls another timeout just because the defense isn't actually on the field yet. He sent the offense out there for some reason. Oh, Mike Tice, we miss you.
0: Where is Mike Tice? Is he on like the Raiders staff? The...
3: Is he on Del Rio staff? Is he
2: out in Oakland?
1: I
0: think, I think he's he is on Delray.
3: O line? O line coach on, in
2: Oakland? Like
1: Hipless. so many other former Minnesota coaches, he never was considered
2: for a head coaching gig again afterwards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chili Dip is, Stu will know this. What is his official title in KC?
3: Uh, <laughs> Spread game analyst. Spread game analyst. <laughs> <laughs> Special <laughs> projects. Special projects. That is, yeah, he is, he is uh, uh, Ticey is the O line coach for Oakland.
2: Well, let's just keep working our way back. So, Leslie will never get another.
3: No, let's he's currently
2: the failing current
3: miserably in Tampa.
2: Right as far now. back as we can go. So, Leslie will never get another nope. head coaching nope. job. He is failing miserably in Tampa as right. the defense coordinator. Uh, Chili Dip is the spread team analyst <laughs> of special projects, um, assistant to the CFO. Yeah. Um, Ticey is. We're yes. just going to go with O-line coach yep,
3: He is the O-line coach Yes, confirmed.
2: Uh, high Road Denny, the sheriff, is... I don't no, know, he, he was the head went, coach afterwards.
0: Dennis went, went to Arizona. Arizona. That's
2: right. Yeah, Arizona. We,
0: we crowned his ass.
1: Tim mm. Brewster immediately went back to being a recruiting coordinator. He wasn't even a coach <laughs> after he left Minnesota. He <laughs> no. was back to being a staff member. There man. isn't a high school in America that would
2: hire him. He, he's at FSU.
0: Gardy's um, waiting on some phone calls. Rick Anderson's yeah. <laughs> waiting on some phone calls. He got calls.
2: The bench coach job at San Diego. T. Kane. T. Kane's his yeah, own. TK yeah, T. Kane never wanted to. He just retired. No. He didn't even
1: really want to be the Twins manager that badly. No, It just um, happened his Canterbury
2: habit. it. Jock Lemaire? Jack Lemaire got another what? Yeah, Lemaire was uh, coaching Jersey, in Jersey right? like
1: a year later, wasn't yeah. he?
2: Okay. Yeah, I don't think he did all that well. I never liked Jock. We've been through my feelings on Jack. Um,
1: He's an authority Todd figure, Richards so yeah. Columbus and finally just got fired. Yeah, that's right, Todd Richards. After losing the first eight games of the season. Yeah. Hmm. How about basketball? Who,
3: Whitman I mean, Casey, Washington. in Washington. Right Toronto. Oh.
0: Casey has been a head coach, and Whitman is still uh, Whitman, a head coach. So coach that is Whitman actually is still working in Washington, isn't he? Yeah, they're both uh, perennial playoff teams. What the hell? That is
2: weird. So the Timberwolves, who are the shittiest. The worst of the four. Oh, by the
0: way, Kevin McHale is also the head coach of the Rockets, who are awesome. Except not. <laughs> no,
2: so so what the Michael. hell is going on? <laughs> Three coaches that are coaches of playoff teams in the NBA. That's insane.
3: Yeah, that makes Who's no before,
2: sense. Who was before? Did it go? It went McHale, Casey Whitman? Is that right?
0: Randy Whitman. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Then yeah. who was before Whitman, Flip?
3: No. Flip uh, was before McHale. Did McHale take over when he when he axed Flip? I think so. And then oh, that
0: could be okay. And, Casey and got then fired. after Whitman for two seconds. Oh, Kurt Curtis Rambis.
3: Oh
2: yeah, he ain't getting yeah. another job.
0: Kurt Rambis can him. barely. Yeah, I think he's interning at ESPN right now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, working at a sunglass hut in the mall, and <laughs> he got demoted he got at
1: morning. ESPN from analyst. Now he's working in the mailroom. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, he was, uh, ugh, absolute boob. So I think that, I think that um, Dwayne Casey in particular was kind of known at the time that he got a pretty raw deal and was going to be a good coach elsewhere. Um, but that's about it. Rick Adelman obviously not, not coaching. I think, um, I think
1: Dwayne Casey's inability to spell Dwayne really worked against him.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's just too efficient. He's like, why do I need that Why? You know what I'm saying with D.W.A.N.E.
1: <laughs> Dwayne Wade was not as hurt by that as Dwayne Casey was. Well, he just moved
0: his Y to a different area. That's yeah, just yeah, but I don't
1: feel like he should be allowed to do that. It'd be like spelling stew is like spelling stew with a Y at the start. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <something.
0: laughs> would be weird. Would be weird if he did that. Um, yeah, so that's the coaches. We don't have the best okay. here.
2: Are we done with the postmortem on the Gulfs? Or do we want to. I'll yell about it some more.
0: No, I think so. I mean, the season is lost. I think that. I know that. I
2: don't even care about the season.
1: Had they lost 11 games this year, but they'd won that Michigan game, I think I would have been happy. Oh, no. I'm just
0: saying there's nothing beat... more to talk about looking forward because the season's over anyway. Yeah. So
2: I think. If they beat Bucky, though, the season's a success. Yeah. They if could they lose beat Bucky, every other game, right?
1: Beating Iowa would help, too. What, John, but what just are your thoughts?
2: Wisconsin, that would be enough. At least yeah, for me, I think so.
0: It seems like the 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 point of view of a, of most fans right now, before the game, as we were saying, just let Clay's be coach until there's an AD and yada yada yada. And now I'm hearing a lot of people like just work friends. Like, well, forget it. I don't want him to be coached anymore. That's how bad of a of a I fuck think up that was. That's exactly
1: how everybody feels right now. Okay. Like before okay. the team is like, yeah, give him a chance. I like the staff. Keep the whole staff together. Continuity. Here's the thing. The the Jerry Kill era was marked by a radical departure from previous gopher coaches in that when they the gophers played that kind of game, they won like every single one of them. It was it was unbelievable for someone who had grown up as a Gopher fan that they kept they weren't affected by the historical ineptitude of the Gophers in close games like that. It just it it was like a magical thing that came together and then immediately as soon as Jerry Kill left it was gone and Glenn Mason was back. <laughs> yeah. It just uh, it's not I, good. It's not it good It was it the flashes of the past came through again and it's just it's sad and wrong and I hate it. And I want everybody fired, and that's how I feel right now. Like I said, not entirely ready to talk about it yet.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's a bad job interview. Again, That's not a good start, so I guess now, we'll see Now, shouldn't where...
1: you be thrilled, Brandon? Your, your favorite team won.
0: <laughs> My second favorite team won. Your favorite God team. You it. only
1: get one, and you made your choice.
0: <laughs> yep. We won, motherfuckers.
1: No. This podcast I'm is over. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm hanging up. No. Um, no, and it was, it was also interesting, not only being with some Minnesota alums, but also being with some Michigan fans who oh, were like, well, I mean, two of the three of them were girls mm. and just, they're just nice. And they're like, Oh boy, that was, that wasn't even that fun. I I don't know if I'm even happy cause it was just such a bummer to experience. So maybe oh. some of it is being in an away stadium, but also, You know, it's just one of those things. It's the same exact, they said it's the same exact, or it's the opposite feeling, but it's probably the same way Michigan State fans felt playing that in that Michigan game of like, oh, I guess we won that one. It's a little weird, but they were at least gloating to my face.
1: Except I would be happy if bad things happen to Michigan fans every single week for the rest of time.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're underrated as terrible fans. Like everyone talks about how terrible Duke fans are. Michigan fans. Really? I actually it's, lost my voice there. Jeez, crying
0: here. Says he's crying. You hate him that much. He's, he's on mute, and he's I think coughing.
1: I choked on my hatred of Michigan fans. Jesus, John.
0: They're just they're good people.
1: No, they're not. They're terrible people. Don't you understand?
3: I have to believe they're bad. Uh. Um, how, how how did um, we we know how you took it, John? How did how did Dave Marthaler take it?
1: Uh, I think <laughs> I was surprised at how well the rest of my family took it. By which I mean, nobody cried, nobody punched anything, the car didn't crash on the way home. It was all pretty good. I think the person who took it the hardest out of everybody was my mom. So she just <laughs> she she just hasn't had hasn't paid good enough attention in the past.
3: I just yeah, kind though. of assumed Dave would go to the North Woods and just, you know, people get up there for like the deer opener and they'll find all these deer just knocked out yep. from punches, and it's just because just... Dave's been walking around <laughs> woods punching <laughs> animals. The entire
1: Marthaller clan's just covered in deer blood because we've been Dave
3: Marthaller, animal puncher, hands. is in full <laughs> effect right now, just just clocking deer, just going up to them. This one, this one's from Tracy Clay's. So <laughs> yeah, poor John Marthaller.
0: Should we move on to to cleanse our palate to the team that isn't an absolute dumpster fire right now?
3: Sure. Which one is that? Is that? <laughs> Actually, I think we got a couple that are. A aren't couple bad. guys. You don't even
0: know which one it is. That's fucking it's a great time to be The Vikings. The Vikings are not a dumpster yeah, fire the Vikings right now. Are five and two. Five and two. A, a, a sort two. of a sort of weird five and two. Do you get the sense that this is not a standard five and two year? I feel like most years the rubes would be out flipping cars over at this point and it feels a little subdued right now D- am i reading the am i reading it wrong it feels like a little bit about the twins where people are just waiting for this to to go south i don't think it necessarily is going
2: to but do
3: you feel I that or is it everyone, just because the everyone's schedule Everyone's kind of waiting to see how they play against good teams yeah,
2: yeah. i do i think it's going to go south fine i'll step out in this fucking diving board I'm not optimistic.
3: Not a believer.
2: I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop.
0: You're waiting for Teddy to get beheaded.
2: Well, I am. This, How this, he did this. not get hurt when they hit his leg? The thing. That oh god! Me. Oh my god! And then he, he may came, be he indestructible. Ran Twenty yards next play. And then he, he ran like a deer.
3: God! I thought he was going
2: to die. He I might be some. indestructible. I thought he was done.
3: Yeah.
1: I saw something today that said the Vikings have the league's hardest schedule remaining.
2: They
3: had the easiest so they're far. They had the easiest so far and the hardest heard. remaining.
1: Yeah. And now, I mean, they play Chicago one more time, so you'd think but, that they could probably win that game, but Yeah. Is 6 and 10 really not the most likely thing that happens? No, it's not no, going to be 6 no, and no, 10.
0: That's so 10. difficult to do one and 8. They're a solid team. The other teams will beat themselves. Remember, they're just yeah. they're just the well, actors. They play- in someone else's movie
1: schedule. They play the Raiders So they should be able To beat the no, Raiders The Raiders
0: is a
3: tricky Raiders. one They got Jack
0: yeah, Del Rio you.
2: Fucking Tice
0: Raider,
1: I, I, I don't,
2: don't want to bring that. this up But the Raiders Were the team That I was trying To talk you into They were
0: not You wanted yes, Jets Yes they were
2: I am going to Look back I, I was trying to Talk you into it I, Look I, We're Jets We're Jets all the way From our first cigarette To our last nine we, day. We, we are Jets back-tracking,
0: fans Motherfucker You're trying to Have yes. your cake And eat it too but Pick a side, asshole. You can't have I'm both teams.
2: To, I have, My side is picked. I'm just saying. You're hedging. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. You're hedging. They are a good team. They both are good, good. They're team. solid. I tried to tell you. I was mocked and ridiculed, and I backed down so that we could be on the same side.
0: I like being on your side.
2: Together.
0: Well, I don't know if you guys... I know that you probably don't care about Football Outsiders DVOA statistic, but it seems to be cited the most by smart football fans. The bad news is they've got the Vikings at twenty seventh in the league. They just do not because believe they haven't in the played Vikings anybody. Because they, they haven't played San anybody. Francisco. And a lot of they lost San Francisco. They just barely beat Chicago, who's one of the four teams worse than them. Whatever. The good news for me and Clarence is they had the Jets at fifth. So I don't know how how you want to take that. Um, what's
1: what's the Vikings' best win this season? Most impressive win, probably San well, Diego. It, it,
2: who are their choices? Their five wins are Detroit, Chicago, Detroit
3: San Diego, In Kansas and Kansas City.
2: In Kansas City. I Yikes. think San Diego is
3: because Rivers Rivers is having a really good year. I think so they have San one win and one loss thing.
1: against good teams and four wins and one loss against bad teams.
3: I don't think San Diego's good. I'm just trying no, to say they're yeah, probably it's the best even... of the teams that we beat.
0: Hey, we're not going to apologize for... Playing the teams. No, you're good. gonna play who you
2: one. play.
3: They don't <laughs> got to return those five wins at the store. No, no, no. Nope.
0: You know, but it's yeah, funny. I... There's, there's a, we've got, we've been friends for a long time. And I think that we know when the winds are just sort of in our favor temporarily. And when they're not, and when they're, you know, scrapping and not seeing anything come through, it is interesting that I think we all agree that there was some pretty good fortune for the twins this year. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think we all agree that there's so far It's after the season But it's been some pretty good fortune for the Vikings I just Mm -hmm. And it's not going to happen every year You only get it a few times I just wish these good fortune years We could have saved them until we actually had something With both of these teams We're using our good fortune to get to 500 You know, I want to have a good team And then get good fortune and win it all That's That's the That's the dream
3: you want to have that Chicago backup running back drop that third down pass when you're like, you know, 10 and 2. And, yes. you know, that, yeah. You know, I, we talk, there's
0: a lot of people that talk about it, um, about the Royals, you know, baseball. Oh, they got lucky. But they were really good even if they hadn't gotten lucky on some of these plays. And a lot of people said it about the Golden State Warriors last year. Hey, they got lucky because every team they played in the playoffs was injured or missing a couple people. But they were the best team in the league before they got lucky. Like that is the how you how you want to do it, and that would be that's the that is it's the dream, it's the charmed life when you're all so good would be, you know, because the twins for how many years were good, and then in the playoffs they just were snake bit for what five years or whatever it was, never worked out for them, and then they get good luck this year when they would have generally you you know we all assumed what seventy two wins or whatever, well we all said about twelve wins, but Vegas said mm. seventy two. Um. So yeah, I wish they could bottle up and just be. Hey, can we save this good luck for three years from now when they're a, a would be a nine and seven team and get yeah you know, like you studs to three lucky bounces and all of a sudden we're twelve and four and a you know. So let's play. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, but again, it's also been a product of of a pretty easy schedule. Yeah. So.
3: Well, we'll see how um, St. Louis has a very formidable. Uh, front four and. Uh, I'm a little scared. Well, yeah, I feel. I don't want to uh, think
2: about it. I, I won't think about it.
3: Yeah, um, I think it's a it's a winnable game, um, given all that. Um, just because I like the matchup of Mike Zimmer versus Nick Foles, I just think that's a that has potential to uh, work in the Vikings' favor, provided Todd Gurley doesn't, you know. Go last Boy Scout on him. He uh, is incredible. Talk, but yeah, I like Todd Gurley a lot. He's a good at the running of the football back. I call him a throwback, Brandon. Oh, you do? That's interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking what is called a throwback IPA. Pinner. Whoa! Not planned. Yeah, yeah. That is, uh, so. Boy. That's wild. That if is, we
1: advertise stuff, that would be the best advertising moment in the history of this podcast. It really, really would have been.
0: I would love to take... Uh, the money from Oscar Blues, and just have them send us Pinner
3: and Dale's Pale Ale. Yeah, just by the palate,
0: we can dream. Well, with content this good, it's only a matter of time, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, I
3: mean, it's it's pretty much a done
2: deal. We just maybe uh, another 132 episodes. Middle yeah.
3: <laughs> dot the eye is crossed.
2: John,
0: there we go. We've got our North Star goal. Episode mm-hmm. 264, sponsored by Oscar Blues Brewery. Mm-hmm. We can do it. I don't know how. We're going to have to make some phone calls. We're going to have to do some outbounds. Fellas, are you guys are you into... Cold calls. Can you do some cold calling? Cold, call. can you, cold calls. Can I talk to someone in your advertising department? Who's your media buyer? Um, we're going to have to do it, guys. I will
2: bomb your office if you don't buy an ad. Is that how it <laughs> I, I don't work in the corporate world, guys. Is that how that works? Buy a fucking that's, ad. That,
0: that's disruptive. That's disruptive. You're breaking through the clutter right now. You are breaking through it. That's the key. That's the name of the game, if boys. I can do
2: that. Yep. I'll make some cold
0: calls. There you like go. That. That's good. Any other Vikings things you guys got to get off your chest? We're here in group, so we can we can do it.
3: Um, I love Stefan Diggs. I don't care who knows it. I yeah. like it when he winks at the camera after a touchdown. I like when he like you know puts a move on a cornerback and the cornerback fun for me. Yeah, I'm yeah. not used to that. It's odd. So um, yeah, uh, I, I like that, and um, that's me going on an eleven. Saying I like the best rookie receiver they've had in fifteen years. So.
2: I want to love him. I've been I've been hurt too many times.
3: Oh yeah. Well yeah. We loved can... Cordell Patterson for three weeks, and now he three is weeks. the sixth receiver. Three weeks. Three weeks. But, I mean, Cordell Patterson was basically just running in a straight line down the field. and Yeah, you know, that, that, was... that, that always felt oh, like I, a fling. Oh,
2: I know. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> there's more to like about Diggs than there was Patterson. He had
0: marriage material. He's got it all. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He runs routes. He's fast. He's charming. Yeah. seems to work hard. He's got a little yeah. chip on his shoulder, you know? Like, he's kind of a bad boy, and you think you can change him.
2: Uh, this is like Wahlberg and fucking swim fan.
0: He checks a <laughs> lot of boxes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little worried, though. There. There's a little something off about him.
0: Yeah, I know, but in a good Fifth way. That's
2: pick. Round, uh, <sighs> I, you know, I
0: want
2: to... I want to love
0: them. Open well, your heart to me. Now, am I, right,
1: <laughs> am I right about Diggs that the big knock on him coming in was that he's not very durable? There were worries about that
3: he'd get hurt?
2: Well, he hasn't been hurt yet. Yep. Yeah. Oh, but shit. He every one of, the,
3: every one of the NFL got hurt last week, and he didn't. So look at it that way.
2: That's true. Well, he's hurt right now. He didn't practice today.
3: Yeah. A lot of people didn't practice. Like, Kendricks didn't practice, and uh, Everybody. Virgil did practice. is <laughs> canceled today. Army John, had half day.
0: John, I think he had a couple suspensions as well. So I don't know if you want to call it character yeah, issues, but there's you're, something you're, about it. You are,
3: you are the Big Ten source here, John. What's the deal with Stefan Diggs? I, thought I he don't had, know. Uh, Why shouldn't we put our heart on the line for him? I thought he had a
0: temper or something. Who knows?
1: Maybe. I don't know.
0: You guys want to hear about uh, someone with character issues from the NFL. I may have talked about this before, but did you ever read the Todd Marinovich long read from Esquire?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Man, I just reread that. Just, I, had a, I don't know why I you thought just of wanted it. wanted to be working. sad for a while? I just wanted <laughs> to – it is just astounding. It, I mean, it's, it's really well written in general, but my God, that's a good story. A sad story, but a good story. Yeah. There are sadder stories. I mean, he's alive.
3: Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, But man, I, if anyone has not checked that out, I believe it's as simple as, as a quick Google search to find that long read. And that's, that's one of the better long reads I think I've ever read.
3: Yeah. He's it's, yeah, it's, it's something else.
0: Um, no, did you, any of you we can just have like an open forum for wolves questions if we want to move on to that do you guys have any wolves questions? because i don't want to just talk about it in case you guys um let's see lost, the, season huh? started. the season has started uh and the games count the games matter the timberwolves they
3: got hosed by the officials in the home opener the uh the tribute to flip game and uh so I Clarence they, they would have lost anyway, but uh, I think the refs really, really screwed him. Is that correct, Brandon?
0: Yeah, I think they may have lost. I only caught the last few minutes, unfortunately. Um I was following on my phone, but they kind of blew it because their rotations are struggling right now. It sucks that coaching matters a lot in the NBA because this, this was a game that they could have easily won if they had their rotations figured out, but but they don't, and they have Zach Levine playing point guard, which is I don't even know. It would be like uh, Brian Dunsing all of a sudden being a starter and you think you're going to win a series and all of a sudden Dunsing comes out and gets rocked as everybody knows he's going to. And you're like, what the you got better pitchers idiot. So there's a little, you know, that's kind of a bummer to have blown one so quickly, but Clarence, I want to ask you a question. Are you completely disinterested in the NBA, no matter who's in the team or what happens? Like, did you watch in 0-5 when they were like in the finals and people were no, going apeshit?
2: I've never cared. The okay. uh right. we what got tickets like was eighty nine or whatever the first year was. In the dome? School. It was in the Metrodome. Mm-hmm. I so when school when you get to go to a game through your school, you get the worst tickets in the stadium. I mean you sit in the Worst section. That's just the way you go to a Twins game. The kids are sitting way up in the sun in their matching t shirts, way up as far away from home plate as they can get, right? Yep. So if you can imagine a tiny little, tiny little basketball court in the middle of a giant fucking metrodome. Yeah. And yeah. our seats were way up in the air conditioning.
0: I You're in you the couldn't ducks. tell
2: what team was which. Uh, it was it was terrible. Other than that, um, I've, no, I've never cared.
3: Well, that
0: so, m- sounds like it probably wasn't the best experience. It's better now. I was just going to say that. Be- I was just wondering if you had a threshold of like I am only going to care if this happens because if there are, if there is anybody who's kind of on the fence, I would say this season more than any that I can remember is the season to care because and who knows what's going to happen. But Carl Anthony Towns, our catnips rookie has been unbelievable his first three games he was in crunch time um, and a really good player, his very first n b a game, which never happens, especially with big guys, especially freshmen in college just coming you know he's twenty years old or whatever so that's been great to see and they're not going to win a ton this year most likely again i I've talked about it in our preview i i'm going to assume that a lot of that's going to be on Mitchell I know he's a good dude but his rotations kind of suck so far, uh, but they should be really fun to watch almost night in and night out. I mean, there's going to be obviously some games where you know you didn't get to the you know you didn't start on time and you turn it on and they're playing the the Thunder or the Warriors, they're down like 48 19 or something in the second, we can just turn it right back off again. But but for the most part, I think that they'll be very watchable and interesting and entertaining. So that part's really exciting. All first three games have been great. All three games have been super watchable. So, Catnips. Catnips, man. Catnips. He's the man. He's the fucking man. He's been compared. I mean, it's three games, so it's insane. But there are people who are generally adults and and behave like adults. I mean, they actually are adults. That have compared him already to Anthony Davis and Tim
3: Duncan. Uh, well, I mean, his the, his first two games, I mean... Yeah. Oh, 2412 totally. Twelve and twenty-eight, fourteen. It's insane. Like yeah. catnips ever peen, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Beautiful. Hunger Games. Beautiful. Fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mwah. Just kiss the fingertips on that one.
3: Yes. I do my best. Yeah.
0: So we'll see um, how it's gonna how it's gonna end up and how it's gonna play out. But people are, you know, it, I think you can tell the tides are turning and people are more interested when they're. When fans are making just insane proclamations, people are already super pissed off about Wiggins because he's had a, a rough couple games. You know, he's scored but he hasn't been efficient. People are like, bench him, get him on the bench. He's never gonna. You know, that's when you know that people are starting to give a damn when they just are unleashing these unbelievably fiery takes for no people were reason.
3: Furious with the officials, which is rare.
0: I mean, oh, fucking pissed off. It's great. All really?
2: NBA officials, all all professional sports have official problems, mm-hmm. referee problems, umpire problems.
0: Yeah,
2: is the NBA the worst of the four mm. major professional sports? Ooh, that's a good question.
0: It is a they, good question. It's sort of like holding in football, where like it's it's kind of you grade it on a curve in a way where you know that there's probably something being committed at all times, but sometimes you let it, you have to call it kind of as it is. And other times in the fourth quarter, you have to let it go a little bit because it's going to ruin the enjoyment of the game. Hockey's probably similar. Um, so in that way, I think they're similar and basketball when it gets really annoying is when they start calling these fouls at the end of the game. And that happened this last game, which is why it was so frustrating. So, the one thing I like that they're doing about it in the NBA is they release a report now after every game. I guess I had I didn't know this of like what they think the calls should have been. So at least the league, the commissioner is caring about the integrity of officiating. My
2: guy, I like him. I like that. I like that he did that.
0: It's a great idea. It's a, such a, a good, good concept. Guy. Don't I? Don't you start taking credit for Adam Silver? Silver. I
2: told <laughs> you. I told you. I said I Silver is, was my you. guy. I told you.
0: I was I telling know, you guys like, ISIS was bad years ago. You <laughs> didn't fucking listen to me. I was saying it. I was on a you mountain top.
2: Oh, no, you love I, ISIS. I don't know. I you know ISIS might like, be good. They got some interesting <laughs> you're, you're concepts. And ISIS <laughs> is the greatest of all time. And I was like, I don't know, guys.
0: I, guys, I'm a little worried about some of the propaganda here. No one listened to you. Um, uh,
2: I said the wolves' fortunes would turn around the day that Dave Stern left.
0: Yep. You're late. What has happened? Not too far. It's not bad. You're a soothsayer. Um, Clairvoyant Clarence is what we always call you.
2: You have never once called me
0: that. Well, I do it in other private parties. Oh, when I'm not around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice things. We say nice things, but we would never say it to your face.
2: NBA officials. Worst. You never did answer. You I, You obfuscated?
0: Well, hey, I am plenty willing to call them out if they're the worst. I'm just having a hard time kind of thinking about it because I
2: Well who's worse which which of the four is worse?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. I've never really thought about it. They make that.
2: the worst calls and have the biggest impact on the game. I would think.
0: Hmm.
1: But the funny, I The I th- funny thing is you guys are discussing this and you guys what you don't know is that American soccer refereeing is far worse than any
3: of these. We're thinking of the four majors. Sorry. Well, yeah. And college, obviously, they're all the worst. Oh, college is just. (laughs) Oh, God. That Duke Miami game. (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: I mean, we can keep going. You know, we keep talking about high lie officials. There's something, too. But we just keep doing it. So if we're going to limit it to the four, what are we.
0: God, I mean. I think baseball is probably the the least amount of effect on the game.
2: I think you might be right. It's either baseball or hockey. I think it goes basketball, football, and then hockey and baseball. I'd have to just sit
0: and think about it. Yeah, because baseball, there are bad calls, but for the most part, they will get them right now with the replay. And the, the strike zone, I, I have... I, I, it really bothers me when they get that wrong because it's such an easy, mm-hmm. easy fix. But I mean, we're really talking about mere inches here or there, and it, I, I, I don't think in in total it's affected many games besides that Levon Hernandez playoff game, whenever that was, <laughs> when that guy was he got like 19 strikeouts. Hockey, I have no idea. I, I don't really know. It doesn't seem like it affects a whole lot of the outcome. So it's got to be football or base or basketball. Basketball, there's just so little luck involved in general that I just always think that 90-something percent of the time, the best team wins, no matter taking out luck and taking out the officials. So I kind of want to say football, but yeah. I think football I think Football's getting worse. Football's getting worse, and we can point out, if we wanted to sit here and think about it for 10 minutes, we could point out games that have been swung because of terrible officiating. Um, or maybe it's just because the the rules are so weird. But think of the playoffs last year that fucking Des Bryant catch. Oh, Jesus! Mm-hmm. Think of the Packers Seahawks when the they called the touchdown, which was obviously that was
2: legitimate. <laughs> that was totally I, legitimate. I won't be here. I won't hear anything of <laughs> it. I'm fine, <other>. I'm fine <laughs> with
0: that one. Um, there are games like that that just and I, again I don't know if that's necessarily the referees' fault, but just that it's such a. It the rules are so weird. The going down to the ground or one guy this past week uh was diving onto the goal line and he got the ball across the plane, but then as he came down he fumbled it even though he had already crossed the plane and then that was now a fumble. Things are just fucked up a little bit with the rules. So yeah, now the more I think about it, I think football, basketball, hockey, baseball would be my order of worst or referees that yeah negatively okay. impact the game
2: i didn't mean to go down that
0: road I no it's saw. a good question i think basketball has been really bad in the past but they are they are working on it it's still bad i mean it's still terrible because you watch it and you go well, how's that not a foul how's that not a, you know that sort of deal um but i'd say for the most part it's not a huge a huge problem but I'm also in the in the pocket of old big NBA, big silver. Well, there's no doubt. Oh God, so biased, so biased. But I'm happy that they are. They have a legitimate. You don't got to squint too hard to see their future, and you've had to squint hard every year for a long time. So things are looking up, sort of. I'm happy for you. Yes. Good. Yep. Thank you. Uh, do you guys want to talk? Do you guys have any thoughts or opinions on the Major League Baseball World Series? It's over.
2: You doubted my Royals. Royals yeah. are a goddamn
3: machine.
0: Yeah, it's uh,
3: boy just a base, an unstoppable baseball killing machine. Yep. Three more two years. Than years they were a punchline punch for twenty years, and now the last two years, they just can't be stopped. It's an amazing turnaround that you have to respect even if you sort of they're sort of kind of really getting pretty fucking annoying actually. But Yeah sorry. I, sorry say, I was
1: I was way out ahead of the bandwagon on hating the Royals fans. And every article that got written about the Royals after they won the World Series is like, Oh, these fans have just deserved it. They never quit. They never quit on the ropes. Really? There were six thousand fans in every <laughs> between nineteen ninety one and 20, 2013. <laughs> They quit on the Royals, and now they're like, oh, well, I was always a Royals fan. I, was, I remember three years ago,
2: we went Frank White. to the Royal Stadium and got front row seats right behind the dugout. I've told you that story about Ian Spogowski yep. standing there. That, that, we were sitting in front row for like, fuck, I don't know what it was, like 30 bucks right, <laughs> right behind the dugout.
0: Yeah, and you the know Friday
2: what? Friday night game, weekend game, beautiful evening. Uh, middle of the summer. It wasn't during the school year or anything. And I just so we're suck. clear,
0: I think giving up on your team when they suck is totally fine. I am for that's that. Fine. Fucking but do that. Don't but don't pretend. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: yeah. Oh, we are the best fans of baseball. Well, giving up on them or not going to games is one thing. Just not following them at all, like not knowing who the players are. Not that's a whole different level too.
0: Sure. Correct. But our number one, we have we have some mottos here. Our number one rule is. Care about sports wherever you want to care about sports. I don't give a shit, right? Mm-hmm. But but you're I, right, John. It's the revisionist sort of history that like they've always been there. They just stuck with this team. No, they didn't, and no, nope. no one else does, and that's fine. It's totally fine.
1: They're now the second worst fans in
2: baseball, in my book. Which is why I think a case can be made that and, and people listening that are Packers fans are going to go ape shit right oh, can't really give a shit? Why Vikings fans? Are better than Packers fans.
1: Oh, for sure. We
2: have never been, they sell out every fucking game. We've never been rewarded as Vikings fans once, ever, ever, ever in 50 years. All we've been, all we've ever gotten is grief and sadness. Tina
0: Turner and their Ike is slapping
1: us around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want good NFL fans? Go to Cleveland, where they fill that stadium every week, even though Cleveland's been actively trying to make them stop being Browns (laughs) fans.
2: For their Buffalo, game. those people are insane. They are insane for the Bills. There's no reason to be. Nope. they no, no. never going to win. Bills no. Bills no, ever, no. ever. No. ever. No. Never a no. billion years. <laughs> that's, they're great fans. They are great fans. Probably pretty
0: sad humans, Bills but good fans.
1: fans be like, oh, my dad knew Thurman Thomas. That's a reason to be a Bills fan. <laughs> but that's it. And they're crazy fans. Bonkers.
0: Yeah, it was nice. To, I, I did like that photo of whatever, 800,000 people came out to the parade. Pretty weird yep. to go there when you see how busy it was, but sure, go for it. It's nice. 765,000
1: yeah. of those fans couldn't name three players
3: on the Royals. <laughs> D- <laughs> oh, you were yeah, Washington. He's there, right?
1: Yeah, Lorenzo Cain and um,
3: Freddie Patek.
1: Bo Jackson. Is Bo Jackson still on the team?
3: Paul Splittorff died, but I think he's here.
1: <laughs> what about that Dan Quisenberry?
3: We can have Bernie's scenario. Also dead, still here.
1: <sighs>
0: Are you guys? Did you see that third base Hosmer play in person, and were you watching it all? Or you know, I I have to be honest, I was not. Obviously, I. Like, I was the, both fans. I'm totally fine with, but I wasn't a huge. Just it wasn't that good of a matchup for me. Kind of. So I watched like four innings. Obviously, uh, honestly, of the whole entire World Series.
2: Where he ran home is kind of a bummer. But yeah. I
0: did see that play, and that was my yeah, God! That was yeah. absolutely insane.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What on earth was? What was he? Th- I just. I'll never know. I'll never know what he was thinking. Why he thought that was a, a good idea. But he it ran worked. Home. You know, it, it might just well, be one so of those.
2: People said that he. He knew that Duda had a
0: bad arm Yeah I, I don't I just. How the yeah, hell would you know throws? that How many throws has Duda how made in his hole you know that? That's not fucking possible Well they talked to the third base coach And like hey did you, did you guys talk about it He goes fuck no I did not send him I did not like it I was really mad when I saw him going And then it worked out So it's like that's fine I think that's totally cool well, if you're throw like, wasn't close. No it was It was so unbelievably bad I can't believe, like, how often does a major league first baseman make that throw home? Kind of just generally on target. 95? 90? 95? It's got to be. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. I played regular college baseball, not even like a high level, and I've made that throw, and I don't remember ever making a bad throw, even in a game situation. Like, that's not a hard one to do.
2: 90 feet. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe you see, maybe once in a while you skip one in the dirt, like you hold on it too too long. Mm-hmm. It's still online. You don't. <laughs> but, but the catcher's got a the catcher's got a one hop it. He like hit the fucking mascot it was up in the, the up in the mezzanine.
0: He had like the Insane. Costanza thing where his elbow went 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 goofy.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I the very last time I was I stepped foot on a playing field, I was playing first base. And there was a play at the plate, so I caught the. I, there's a ground ball, exact same, similar play to the Hosmer play. I caught the. I caught the ball at first base. Guy was out. The guy in third was running home. I threw home. Dislocated my shoulder, <laughs> came completely out of the socket. My shoulder came completely out of the socket. Got lodged behind my shoulder blade.
0: Oh Jesus <laughs> it was
2: they couldn't they couldn't put it back in because I had to go to the hospital because it was so far dislocated I got lodged behind my shoulder blade. Oh I tell you this not to tell talk about the pain or the story about what happened. I tell you this to tell you that the throw that I made home, was closer to the catcher <laughs> than the throw that Duda made, and my shoulder came completely out of its socket.
1: Literally, your arm tried to escape your body, and it still ended up closer. Still got closer The guy is still
2: safe. I'm not saying I threw the guy out. Right. What I'm trying to say is, I got closer than needed.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. And he's a righty too. You know, if you're a lefty, that throws a little, a lot harder to make. You know, you got to whip you your entire body is- around.
2: You do not belong on the field anywhere, <laughs> at any position, other than on the pitching mound.
0: Relief pitcher for you one have guy. No,
2: you have no business being anywhere else on a baseball field. You can't play third. We've already established that you, there are no left-handed third baseman Or
0: second, second catcher.
2: basemen. Uh, catchers, it's a miserable existence being a left-handed catcher. First base is a tough throw you guys don't belong anywhere but on the pitching mound, and even there, you're goofballs.
0: Yep. I don't yeah. know. Guilty. It's fucking weird, man. <laughs> yeah, it's beard? um, it is interesting. You know, I think one thing that Leach was right. we were at one of his wrap-up columns, and just said it's not a coincidence that they were good in late innings, and you know, everybody's trying to like understand how this all happened. Cause it's just, it's unprecedented. I've never seen anything like it. And it makes sense to try to look into it and be like, what is going on here? Um, and his, his point was they are so aggressive and they pressure other teams into making all these errors. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is great. If you're the Royals, that's what you need to do, right? You're not gonna hit a ton of bombs. You need to try to whatever. Um, and it worked. Obviously the Mets played like shit. They had so many big errors, terrible plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that's some sort of that can't just be like a secret to how baseball is played because that would have been tried before, right? There have been yeah. over aggressive teams
1: if every the single to fucking was year making the other team throw the ball to each other. <laughs> I think it would have been discovered by now.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I I don't know. You know the thing part of me is just like, you know what? There's a team that does this shit every year, and uh, and they're this year, right? Mm-hmm. But there's another part of me that's like, I kind of, I, even though I, you know I wasn't a huge fan of the Royals, as a fan of baseball in general and a fan of excitement in baseball, I hope this is the path of of baseball. It would be exciting because they do make they do crazy shit all the time, and if I, all teams I started doing this, you'd be like, you, wow, this 100%. is fucking nuts. But it's just they
2: I, don't embrace the, you know the. Walks are gold. They don't walk. Walks, Royals home runs,
0: strikeouts. Walking. The three true outcomes is what the smart teams do. And they're fucking boring.
2: And it's boring as shit. I don't have the Royals on base percentage numbers or where they rank against the rest of the league in front of me, but I can't imagine they rank very well. They don't walk.
0: No, correct.
2: They put the ball in play. They run fast. They play great defense and have great pitching. It's exciting.
1: Do you, guys, do you guys remember back on the old NES console, there was a game called RBI Baseball that was just tremendous? I know very little game about game. video games,
2: but I do remember that game. Yep, the best yeah. baseball video exactly. game ever.
1: But once you played for long enough, you realized that you could just run back and forth, like get in the hot box on the bases until mm-hmm. the computer guys ran the wrong place and they'd throw the ball into the dugout or into the outfield or something. Basically mm-hmm. what Brandon's advocating is the RBI Baseball, School of Baseball just start running around until they throw the ball away and then you waltz home
0: i'm not advocating that i just you're
1: not not advocating <laughs> but suggesting
0: i'm not suggesting so, i yeah it's just cuz because, because i want to believe that the old if you if you go back and watch the a game from like the mid 80s or something you know when it took like 2 hours to play guys are fucking yep. hacking at everything and stealing bases and bunting It was not the smart way to play, you would think, or what we've been taught and what we've witnessed. But it was more exciting. And the Royals are like, fuck it, we're going to go do that again. If they're unlocking something, that would be great for the excitement of baseball. I want to believe that that's true. I think my brain is just telling me it's, it's, it's a lightning in a bottle situation. Because you're right. If the answer was just try to run home on every play when it goes to the third baseman... That would have been discovered at this point. That play works 5% of the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it worked, and that was great, and it's super exciting. But uh, I think a lot of this, like, hey, maybe this is a new, who knows? Let's appreciate the way they, you know, whatever. We'll see, I suppose.
1: I will say, I remember going back and watching the 1987 World Series, like the DVD or whatever, and guys like Steve Lombardozzi are coming up. and
2: Lombardozzi.
1: <laughs> You know they're 225 hitters That have hit like four home runs in their entire career And they stand up there just taking the biggest Hacks you've ever seen in your entire life That was kind of a fun era Of baseball when everybody just was like You know what I'm not getting a hit so I'm going to try to hit the ball 450 feet And I'm going to strike out 12 times
0: That was was that the era when they were like You know what stupid Belts
3: let's just yeah. have those Stretch pants <laughs> that look like there it. are belts it's On <laughs> had Union suits
1: you know what was stupid <laughs> Muscles. Baseball players don't need muscles. <laughs> Everybody's just gonna look like Greg Agnew and be six foot two, hundred and twelve pounds, twenty four inch waist, smoking cigarettes as their only former practice.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure we've got a lot of off season twins talk, but I just it was um it was a series that happened and I'm I'm I am excited just in general for my friends who are Royals fans. It's great. I like when teams that aren't the big teams win in general. That's cool.
3: I like that there's a cool Wade instead of just, you know, our Wade. Like Wade Davis is <laughs> like a shut down closer. Finally, a guy who's like, you know. Great beard. Bilking seniors out of their life savings. So some Canadian billionaire can retire to his tar sand home. Sick of his shit.
0: Why? Well, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, what? Unpacking
2: the historian, <laughs> this
0: on. He's basically the fifth Sorry. Beetle.
1: Awful lot of Wade angst that's doing. Yeah, out I don't here. know.
3: Wade, I didn't he really, it, he really, it just
1: poor Wade is going to be so I, hurt by that.
3: I had a I had a, I, I, I had a bad can of Hormel chili, and he's from Austin, and it just
2: ah <laughs> uh, Hormel, you know. I
3: think it's pronounced Hormel. Hormel, yeah. It just kind of kind of sits in your gut real bad, and you're like, oh yeah, that was a bad can. That was not a good can at all. Fucking man. Wade. Yeah, You know, I'm Wade Davis hate. would never sell you
0: a bad can of chili. He'd probably no, make it for himself. Organic. He gonna,
3: he's just going to throw nasty sliders and win World Series for you. That's all he's going to do. Yeah, he's good. Jesus. Yeah, he is.
0: I think I would just, if I was a general manager in baseball, I would just take every failed, a bunch of failed starters that can throw hard and just
3: that's my entire bullpen. That's all, can we all miss, seven of those can guys. Can we are force Pelfrey into the bullpen at gunpoint? They
2: tried to do that, yeah he go. He'd be good he's at it. He would be legitimately remarkable. good at it.
0: I'm taking seven <laughs> they, starters. He wouldn't go, That's and it. they
2: just let him go. Whoop, whoop. They tried to take him to the bull, send him to the bullpen. He said, "I'm not going." And they were just like, "Oh, all right. Well, then I guess we're going to start you."
3: Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> okay. Well, we it. tried. So you know, dude has a long hair out every. Game I mean, if you don't go, two months of the year.
2: Yeah, I just. I guess I'm. Str- it's like Shane Robinson. You go, We'd like you to go play left field. Nope, I'm playing third today. Yep. Oh, <laughs> all right. Then, so they just stuck him at he's third. At third. <laughs> I guess. Why does Belfrey get to say where the fuck he, Because you? you're Mike fucking Belfrey. That Tom <laughs> goddamn Stever. You're fucking Mike Belfrey. Where like, you're gonna pitch? Where the hell we tell you to pitch? Why is he in charge?
3: I don't know. I don't get it. He's bad. He's bad at. Oh, it. We're we are completely rid of him now. Are we not? He's done. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then well, I really don't. I don't even want him back. Would just, you say we're pell free agent? Free? I suppose yeah. they could go for a
2: third spin. Yeah, but they get him for a oh, free agent. That. You know
3: that that's going to be like. Well, we might want to have him. You know, warm him up, get him out there. Maybe be the fourth, fifth starter. You know, give him the ball every <sighs> fifth day. Hey, let's. No.
2: I'd like to DH today, Skip. Well, Puff, you've never—you're re- not really a hit. Uh, that's what I'd like to do.
3: Instead of taking right. me out to the ball game, I'm gonna to know, like, do, do, a do, do, a, do a rap. I'm gonna do a rap in the seventh inning
2: stretch. It's, uh, <laughs> got some beats here. Um,
3: <laughs> I'd like
2: to uh, I'd like to crank the the flag up today. Well, we've actually got a <laughs> Vietnam vet all scheduled. No, I'd like, no, really no. like to crank that flag up. Out of my way, way, Frank. We didn't
3: even win that war.
2: <laughs> All right, Ed. I'm sorry. Ed. I'm what is the Korean War? Take this flag up, but uh, old Pelf wants to give it a go today.
0: We were never in Korea. Well, my you liar.
2: family's here. Oh, well, tough shit. Pelf wants to crank the flag up.
0: Oh boy. You know we had a good year for the twins, but we have to stay vigilant. I wouldn't assume them to be smart just yet. That they're not going to
3: sign him for something. So, I hope. <sighs> I hope. High on hope on hope. I'm Arthur. Away.
1: Yeah, Uh
0: Earth
3: is
1: the only way to live your life, Steele. I know that mm-hmm. you've been negative about a lot of things, but you really oh, just really just you. Wade.
3: <laughs> it's,
0: it's true. He's actually a very pleasant, <laughs> positive guy until you mention Wade. Yeah, or Ben Carson. I think those are ben probably Carson. your two. Or, but mostly Wade. Mostly Wade. <laughs> yeah, mostly Wade. Ben Carson. You're uh, no I'll, Wade.
3: I'll, how, how are the wild doing? I honestly haven't been keeping track.
2: Has their they season started? Well. Good. They're doing just fine. They're in a, Good. I, uh, at,
1: at this point, it looks pretty likely they're going to finish with about the fifth best record in the NHL, but also miss the playoffs because they <laughs> won't be in the top four in the Central Division.
3: An impossibly difficult division. So is the Remarkably west better. the west of the NHL is just like the west of the NBA? It's That's incredible,
2: John. What is which is better, the west of the NBA or the west of the NHL? You're the one that would be able to mm-hmm. that I know yeah. the people I know that would be able to answer this question. Which is more difficult? Mm-hmm.
0: The only context I can give I you is you. NBA smart guys say this is potentially the best conference in the history
2: of the sport. I think the Wild started without a lot like they were 3 and 0 to start the season and were in 5th place.
0: <laughs> that seems almost impossible. It and
2: yet,
1: yeah, it does and yet it happened.
0: Jeez. John, do you have a verdict?
1: Uh, you know, the NBA Western Conference is so ridiculously good. Like which Eastern Conference teams are even worth a damn? Cavs and
0: Cavs. no other
1: team right there's no. a couple of decent there's a couple of decent teams in the in the eastern hockey, so but, I'm gonna say the n b a Western conference is more dominant
0: yeah, okay, jeez, either way though I mean, who cares that's insane so are, so the wild though are better than they were last year
2: oh uh, they are well I, you could say they're the same as they are. Last year they are in it, but in a different way, their defense is worse, their offense is better, and their goal-tending...
3: Would you say that's because of the shaking. Koivu
2: line? Oh,
3: you How's the
0: Koivu line doing? I th- I heard he's been just gritty. I was just
3: literally asked about the Wild so I could get clearance with that, just to make him angry for the rest of the night. He's been a
0: gutsy leader, hasn't he?
3: <laughs> he leads by example, Brandon.
0: Yeah, I mean that's kind of the key. You got to have a guy like that. I mean, you got these young guys; they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Well, good for him. So Koibu is sort of like the MVP so far, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, know you know what? Yeah, he's probably not going to show up in the box score, but you know, he seems to bring a lot of veteran presence to that line. He's probably yeah, teaching the guys presence. a thing or two. You have any idea veteran what he's doing in practice? Important. He's teaching these guys so much in practice. You don't know. You're not there. MVP,
3: Koivu. I'm on the bandwagon. What was your line today on Twitter, Clarence? If he was on the line with Gretzky and Messier, they call it the Koivu line. (laughs) Yes.
2: It was Gretzky and Yari Curry. Gretzky at left wing, Curry at right wing. But it's the Koivu line because they always call it by the name of the center on the line. Yes, I get it. That's what they normally do. But when you are the center of Gretzky and Curry, it's not the Koivu line. I don't give a shit what the predominant nomenclature is used. Fuck
0: it. Who is he actually on a line with?
2: Zucker and Nino. Niederreiter.
0: And those guys are... are They're young guys. Are they... Have any of these young guys that you've been kind of humping for the past few years, have they come into their own and are they legitimately awesome now or are they just kind of still coming into their own? Like how, how young... How old are our young guys?
2: Our young guys are... Like Zucker is oldest, I think, of all the young guys, 24, down to, you know, Coyle, Nino, uh, Grandlin, they're all 23, I think Brodine's 22, so still relatively young, compared to the rest of the NHL, you could say that they are, you know, 23, 24 is getting older when you've got a McDavid or an Eichel that are still teenagers, or number of very good players in the league that are 20, you know, so... right. I guess its all relative, it's all perspective and how how you want to look at it. Are any of them superstars? absolutely not. will they be they could be. I don't know if they will
1: okay no, I think if any of them were going to be superstars, they would be
0: you would know by to now.
1: superstar status by now. you would know now, I think that's fair. It's probably like basketball right like, like if an an you're, good, you're good, you're good. Like, all of those guys are good, but not none of them are potential 40-goal scorers. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, if you think I, they about they like, could maybe hit 40 once in their career. They're not yeah. going to do it three or four times in a row. Yeah, it's going to be like, through. oh,
1: he scored 22 goals, and then he had 27 the next year, and then he had 41 one year, and then it was 23 and 22. That and, could happen. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: But 43 or four years in a row is doubtful for any of them.
0: Well, like, if you think about baseball, Josh Donaldson was not good until he was, like, 26, and... Jose Batista mm-hmm. was like twenty seven, twenty eight. That happens in baseball all the time.
2: But I think in, hitting a baseball is a completely different animal and makes it difficult to be well, analogous to other sports. Exactly. Yeah, that's hitting, what
0: I was saying. Like in hockey, you kind of know there's nobody who comes twenty eight years old exactly. and is all of a sudden the best player in the league, right?
2: Yeah,
1: that's with right. hitting, your your power and your plate discipline sort of get better the longer you play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's no real equivalent for that in hockey.
0: Or basketball, it's very rare to all of a sudden be amazing yeah. when you're 28. Except with Rubio,
1: true. who's finally learned to shoot this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, well, that's that's outstanding for your sport, guys. I'm really happy that the Wild are good. I'll watch him in the playoffs. I'm glad
2: to hear it. Clearance, I I'll want watch to a, a clean- game with you. You got you have to if you're going to watch a game with me, to wear a helmet. But I'll, I'll watch a game with
0: you. How about a mouth guard? We got to keep the mouth guard in.
2: That's
0: advised.: All right, I'll just chew on the side of it because I've I played before. I know the drill.
2: <laughs> you do then
1: 11, 11 year veteran cool hockey guys do it.
0: Yeah Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be fun. Okay, cool well let's uh, let's get done let's be done talking about Clarence
1: sports. I want to I do a quick quiz for Clarence here. Clarence, how many games has the gopher hockey team won? You can't look this up. How many teams games has the gopher hockey team won this year?
2: Or two
0: Uh, I'm going to say four
1: You're going to say four Clarence do you have any idea Who they did or
2: did not beat They beat Northeastern twice
1: Alright Clarence I'd like to congratulate you You're officially the biggest gopher hockey fan In the entire world You
2: paid attention (laughs) to several of their games Well I was at one of them now One of knows. those wins, so that that did help.
1: You cheated by doing that. You're also the only person who went to a go for
2: hockey. Game.
0: You cheated by being it a was fan.
2: He and the other guy. It was a guy leaning on a broom. He was a janitor.
0: A couple people waiting for the light down, rail or the bus or a something. Down in the
1: alley waiting for the game to be over.
2: It was not well attended, but an October game against Northeastern probably would never be would have been very well attended, but. Oh, uh, we talked about college hockey before, John. I think we did it last week. It uh, <laughs> has it been fixed
0: yet? In this past week?
2: <laughs> no, it didn't get fixed in a week, Brandon. <laughs> it? No, it didn't.
0: Is there any chance by next week? Should I ask again?
2: I w- I hope you don't. Okay. I'd rather not think about it.
0: Well, free country. Might happen. Go for it. Yeah,
1: you guys want you guys want to talk about the soccer playoffs this week?
0: Sure, sure. Hit Minnesota me with the it, John.
1: Playoff. Minnesota's in the soccer playoffs. They go to Ottawa. Ottawa has lost only one time in their last twenty-five games, but it was to Minnesota
2: at home. So well, they're maybe, due. Yeah, uh,
3: they're so maybe due.
2: Overconfident. Pitch. That's what I've been hearing about the Ottawa squad. Mm-hmm.
3: Are
0: you going to be there, John? You going to head there? No, head I'm to not Ottawa.
2: Be there. Surprisingly, nobody was
1: willing to pay for me to fly to Ottawa.
0: Son
2: of a. You bitch. don't need to pay. Drive up sixty one. Drive it's like a right up the North Shore, journey. past Thunder Bay. Right it's gorgeous. Right Betty's now, pies. Uh, you leave now, you could be there by about Monday morning.
1: <laughs> you leave now, you got a chance of getting there sometime next
3: week. Yeah, just careful. Don't get stuck in an ice floe. Those, I mean, that'll be either hither or yon after that.
0: Yeah, I hope to God you have an internet connection. If you do, you could let us know where you are at. You can call in from there. Bring your headphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am adrift so, at sea.
1: And it won't just be a metaphor for Crazy Clay's play calling. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, seriously, guys, I am adrift at sea. And we'll laugh.
2: Well, you got remarkably good Wi-Fi for being. Yeah. At I'm surprised sea.
1: you got your computer to work. <laughs> Out there on the ice. Floor.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a good. It's good. Um, okay, well, I have nothing else to talk about uh, sports nope. wise. Stu, I'm assuming that we all have a ton of Halloween candy in our house. Give me your t- hit me with your top 3 candies that you're
3: going to steal from your kids. Um, Reese's peanut butter hundred grand and I think there were some of those like Utz cheese balls. I do like I do like a little cheese ball. Jesus. Yeah, I didn't see Sorry. any of those coming.
2: Your number 3 Halloween candy what the is fuck, a cheese are you- ball?
3: Che- those cheese balls are good, man.
2: I, I'm, I'm in. I'll stand shoulder to shoulder with you on this yeah, one. Right. Too.
0: Uh, no, yeah, hey, cheese
2: balls are delicious. I'm into yeah. cheese
0: balls. I'm not saying that. I just didn't expect it to show up in your top three. Clarence, is it in your top three?
2: Ah, uh, fuck! I don't know. Sure, because I don't have a third one. Uh, I don't really like candy. I think we've been over this. Yeah. I, well, I, I really wasn't like sure Sour if you... Patch kids. Yeah. Okay. They, kids got home immediately. hid those. Took them out of the bag. I don't know where they put them. But they knew what they were I
0: dealing with. You sniffing them and out then, when they're...
2: Like one of the kids got like one of those mini Pringles cans. She hid that immediately because uh, she knew that I would eat. I'd gobble that <laughs> up. But then they just leave the chocolate just laying around just in the bag. you. So they know you. I won't touch it. Yeah, like, there you go. But all the the SPKs and the uh, Pringles. They're going to put uh,
0: the Sour Patch Kids in a fish hook and put it on the ground and watch you just... Bend over to try to pick it up.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, those are good. Uh, okay, cool. That's all I wanted to ask. That's all I got. I'm done talking. I'm out of things to say. All,
2: all right, that right. was it. It's been over an hour. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yep.
0: We hit our quota. I got a
1: feeling. I got a feeling that by next week, I just I I pulled up the the internet to check one of our facts because basically this podcast is all about getting things right. Mm-hmm. oh, right. is, oh shit! Startribune dot came up, and I clicked on an article about by Lavelle Neal about what the Twins need to do next year, and we're going to end up talking about the following. sentence. Lavelle Neal wrote, one thing Ry- Ryan, that's Terry Ryan, won't have to worry about is finding starting pitching after entering the free agent market the pr- past two off seasons and signing Phil Hughes, Ricky Nolasco, and Irvin <laughs> Santana, the big three, <laughs> the big three fellas. We got them all. Shut up! Shut up! Who that's wrote that? That's written in that article.
0: Oh, my God. Did he, did he follow it up with like an LOL?
1: There's no emoji afterwards. Shruggy, Shruggy guy? Any sort of irony. Oh, no. So I got a feeling we're going to be talking about that. E3. Okay.
0: I don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs>
0: we're going to have yeah, to. We're the media. We have. To, we're, it's our responsibility yep. to our listeners, to our groupies. This
1: is what we do. Yes,
0: exactly. Okay, cool. Well, you have that to look right, forward to. Thanks everybody uh, for listening and we love you. We care about you and we can't wait to talk at you again very soon. Goodbye.
2: See you, bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,